The following program is rated TV MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, violence, and nudity. It is intended only for mature audiences. Talk scary to me. Uh, thank you guys so much for your understanding on uh, the episode not airing last week. We were so heartbroken that we I weren't know. able to do it. I really did I actually did. miss listening to one of these I episodes. I know, I did. I had everything planned. It was like a, a specific, it was like I had all these things that day that I wanted to talk about. Yeah. And then, yeah, bam, yeah. boom. Unfortunately, I got COVID and I was, I was down, man. You were fucked. I was, yeah, like my, my O2 went down to like 88 for a few days. I was going to send you an oxygen machine. Oh yeah. I I couldn't, I couldn't breathe. My, my, my chest still feels like I'm recovering. What's really bad is I I feel like I have like vertigo. Right. Like it's like in and and out, in. in and out. Yeah. It's, it's really, really terrible. Um, but, uh, luckily I was okay, but it's, I mean, you, man, how are your little babies? They're okay now. Yeah, thank God. That dude. was horrific. I was so, I, I, I felt like helpless. <sighs> I wanted to do something. Oh my God. You know? I'm just glad that one didn't have it as bad as the other. So yeah. if they both had it the way Carter had it, it would have been absolutely awful. But it was crazy. Cause I'd like, I, I, I watched one of your live streams yeah, and it was seemed okay. like they're fine. It was okay. And then just boom, just crashed. Just wow. fucking crashed. I mean, and 103, five on average every four hours. It would just, it was like in the middle, in midnight bath and four o'clock bath, you know, eight o'clock in the morning bath. It was like, I just couldn't, I couldn't keep him out of a cool bath because his temperature was so high. See, so I know it's, in, it's different for kids. I mean, are, are doctors more worried about it um, with kids now? They didn't seem to be that yeah, worried. Yeah, I was wondering why he wasn't like. He wasn't having issues breathing. It was a fever. The fever's fighting an infection, you know, trying to boost its immunity. And, and that was it. They were like, just keep you know, keep tabs on the fever and lots of fluids, lots of rest. And there's really nothing that they can do. Yeah. You know, I mean, I just try to keep him out of the ER, keep him out of anything unless it was God forbid, you know, if he ran 104 or something, it's like, but the poor baby was like shivering and shaking and, you know, mommy, I need you. And I slept with a mask for five days next to him. I mean, N95, it's like my ears, my my ears still hurt from the straps. Oh, you poor thing. I didn't get it though. So I got the flu. Yeah. So I don't, he might've had the, they call it the uh, flu Rona. Okay. So he might've had the flu and the coronavirus. Okay. That's what I feel like I had. You probably did. Or I had like the OG, like I had the OG COVID. The original. I I did. I wasn't even cool enough to get the new kind. I got, I got, I got the fucking, (laughs) you know, the oldie. I'm glad it's over though. Dude, you got it. You know what it is. It's done. You're vexed. You're, you know, you're, you're, you've got the natural immunity now and my kids too. a little worried because it seems like more kids are getting it now. Yeah. You know? Yeah, but, it's, it, but now- it's okay. Herd immunity. You know, yeah. you're going to have to get it. It's yeah. like when you're, you're going to, you know, when your kids start school, like I remember when my kids first started going to uh, uh, daycare mm-hmm. and they were in the doctor's office like once a month what, or every two weeks. And the doctor was like, this is a good thing. Okay. This is a good thing. You want, okay. like, it's okay. They get sick because it builds their immunity, their, you know, their immune system. Yeah. So it's yeah. totally normal for them to get sick all the okay, time. Okay, great. But great. as a mom, you're like, oh my. 
my God, this yeah. is not supposed to happen, but it is. So, mm. so I think, I think I have that right. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's good to know when I do have a kid that I'll just be like, yeah, go play in the dirt. Eat that dirt. <laughs> yeah, eat that eat bug. It. Eat everything. That's lick right. everything. That's like the problem. The toilet. <laughs> we're, our kids are masked with hand sanitizer. No, you know, and it's like that you're, we're just fucking ourselves. Yeah. So it's interesting because like, I mean, we, we were talking about this a little bit before, but you were saying that your kids are, that's all they're going to know is masks. Yeah, that's it. Because they're so young. Yeah. I can't imagine. Yeah. Like being like, that's going to be a significant thing in, in their, I mean, do you remember up? getting on an airplane before without having to go through security? No. Do you remember that time? No. When you can do, when people could meet you at the gate? No. Right. It wasn't that long ago. That's crazy. Yeah. That is insane. Yeah. I mean, you, you were a teenager. Yeah. So, and you just, there's no recollection. I don't remember not going through a security, you know, a, a detector yeah. and not being able to, being able just to like bring your, your liquids on the plane. It is so weird how fast things yeah. happen. Yeah. I remember a kid, a kid came up, came up to me and I, I was, I was, you know, I was telling them about, you know, having a beeper and I think we've talked about this before, <laughs> a beeper and like, yes. you'd have to go fucking find a phone booth <laughs> yes. and they would be everywhere. And the the kid was just shut. There was there was phones on the sidewalks, like everywhere. Like oh my yeah, God. they're like. But, so you would put money, like like, and you. It was yeah. like they had never. I was like, well, how is that crazy? Getting lost for an audition, yeah. trying to find a payphone to pull over to call your manager <laughs> to, call your to be manager like, how do I? You used to call four one one for directions. That was like the coolest thing when information. <laughs> yeah. By the way, four one one, you guys was we used to call on a phone. Uh-huh. Somebody would like give you a phone number of who you were looking for, or or when they started doing directions, yeah, or movie time or movie, you know, movie phone. Dude, like, I called that number so many times that I would know the person. Oh, hey Amy, hey Amy, so I'm fucking <laughs> lost again, and I need. <laughs> to get to this Barbie shoot commercial, okay? I need to get here. Why am I not surprised? Yeah, right? <laughs> oh my God. Oh, let's talk about good stuff. Yeah. So we're all healthy and alive and great. I hope everyone out there got through whatever they, the flu, corona, whatever the fuck's been going around. I hope everyone's good. Yes. And gotten getting through it and uh, and you're listening to us and you're gonna, we're gonna, I don't know, talk dirty to you. Yeah, let's talk some dirty. Let's talk dirty and then we'll oh, talk scary. All righty here. Let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Okay, a question I have for the podcast is, why do you think people develop fetishes, Danielle? Ooh. Why do you think people develop fetishes? And Hmm. is it wrong? Oh, no. No. Of course not. Let's just get that one off the bat. Wrong? No fetish is wrong. Who, who, Who makes the rules, by the way? Who's to say what's right and what's wrong, right? True, true. True. I mean, your mama, your mom, <laughs> your, your mama your when mama. she raises you. <laughs> God, my mom. I don't want to put my mom in fetishes. By the way, my mom told me that I can't talk about her on the podcast anymore. <gasps> Actually, she didn't tell me. She told my sister to tell me. She still hasn't told me that she's listened to it or heard anything about it, but she's, her feelings are hurt and she's embarrassed and she doesn't want my friends to think negatively of her. So I'm talking about her again right now oh, while shit. I'm saying that I'm not going to talk okay, about her again. But so. it's like, it's a, it's okay. I, I get know. it. I get it. I, I, I get it. I Wait, get before it. we get into the fetishes, speaking yes. of listening to the podcast and, and maybe insulting or hurting people's feelings, yes. uh, let's, let's talk, talk about, about some of the comments that we, that we got, um, should, based we on pull up some of these comments. Yeah, sure. Go for it. Which, which, I mean, do you want to explain? 
explain. Um, okay, so so we started. Obviously, we've we've all been we've been naughty and very honest with how we feel about things. So we just started um, posting like little video clips for our podcast, so people that don't listen to us yet get an idea of what the show's about. And we added in the true crime element. So we started to post that, and then we're like, well, let's keep mm-hmm. you know sh- making sure everybody knows that we're still doing what we were doing before. That it didn't just become a true crime podcast. And um, and we got a lot of really like kind of odd feedback about mm-hmm. a little social clip that my dear friend Scout and I uh, had a comment about men taking the leadership role in the bedroom mm-hmm. once in a while and how, how I mean, that was the intention, what a turn on that is for us. And it got a little bit fucking twisted. Yeah, I, I think it was twisted because of, yeah, like you said, we just we just posted that clip. Yeah. And I hadn't listen to the entire podcast, but I also thought it was kind of interesting. It was. I learned a lot. To get men's perspective. I mean, we're all learning here. Yeah. So I, I never realized that maybe men, when they're, 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 you know, Growing up with this sort of thought with how to treat women, what's the right, what's wrong. Yeah. You know, there's how do there's you do a that? lot of that. There's yeah. a lot of that. So And I mean, I'm sure a lot of men didn't have their dads too. Exactly. You know, and if their dads are around, they're not like teaching them how to approach the woman about mm-hmm. how to make the move. Mm-hmm. They're barely talking to them about where their dick goes, you know? Yeah. So it's 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 interesting that a, a man could have that perspective in no matter what the relationship is. But I mean, I don't think we were saying like someone that you, you first meet or someone, you yeah. know, we were saying someone like that you're comfortable with or yeah. that you've been in a relationship with for a long time. So if you guys didn't hear last week's episode, basically, I think verbatim, I said, yeah, just pull, pull my pants on and put my head through the wall. Yeah. And then you said, <laughs> I don't want to have to bug my junk up into you. To yeah, like, and then you said, just, what did you say? Just pull your dick out. Pull your dick out. Pull your dick out. Pull your dick out. Your dick out. I was meeting my, I was meeting a, bo- a boyfriend, a, a yeah. husband, I was meaning, you know, it, when you're in a long-term relationship and the sex kind of like whittles away, do wh- something spontaneous. Wh- what can you do? Yeah, yeah. Right? Not always the woman having to make the first move, which right. kind of feels like it sometimes. Yes. Um, and that was what I was saying, and that it was sexy if um, my man just pulled out his dick and wanted it. I mean, he can just pull it out and like swing it around and <laughs> like a helicopter. Be, yes. And you have you ever witnessed like, that? Yes. Have you? <laughs> yes. Have you? Like like a partner? I've 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 like I'm so want, ridiculous. I like want to witness sex. I've never witnessed it in my so, life. <laughs> so stupid. Or maybe I want. Like like one day you know like Freaky Friday or or Wish Upon a Star switch into a, someone's a man's body just so I could do that. Yes, I just want to. I do would that. do more than that if I was switched into a man's body. Oh yeah, I would have a lot of sex with you. Yes. Daniel. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> like D, I am a man. <laughs> I think I think your husband would be okay with this. We I need to figure out what this is like. Okay, oh you God. just took me by surprise. <laughs> um. So 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 one thing we learned from from the comments, you know, read. read do you have any of the comments? you can read just so um, people understand you know, there's, there's like a lot of there's like a, a lot of uh, I think it was a lot of like women like we people feeling like well we like women kind of made that hard for men because men don't know what to do now but I mean there's a lot of like me too movement and you know sexual yeah. harassment and like how do you how do you navigate that and it's really tricky yeah a lot of people are just saying don't blame men you know like just don't blame us it's not our fault it's yeah, not our fault that we're not the aggressor we're not we, yeah. we've been told not to and you know it's it's a, it's a slippery slope so but, we get it we understand you know, 
it, it's respect goes both ways. Yeah. It yeah. goes man and women. Yeah. Respect goes both ways. So we, we, we don't want to shy upon that with men, you know? Yeah. I, I know that women overstep their fucking boundaries oh, yeah, hell a yeah. lot with like I, the stories that I hear sometimes with, with some of my guy friends, I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I yeah. can't even imagine. There like, was this through. girl, there was this girl that I was hooking up with when I was de- I Okay, I'll tell you this little story. Oh, and then we'll talk about um, fetishes. Um, I was dating this chick. Her name was Christy. Not really dating. And I wasn't doing, I wasn't dating. I was just like making out with her all the time. Okay. You know, one of the, the hot lesbians with the mohawk, you yeah. know, blonde hair, wearing a suit with big boobs, typical tattooed, whatever. Like big that's boobies. just my type. Right. Um, and uh, I had a, tw- oh God, how old was I? 29. Nine, I think. And I was dating this actor named Jeremy Renner. Okay. And I ah! had this birthday party and um, <laughs> oh my God. Uh, and I'm just <laughs> Wait, first looked, of all, you can't just go over that. <laughs> How was that? Interesting. I have a lot of stories about that. But oh, anyway, okay. um, so I was dating Jeremy and we were, I had this birthday party at this place called The Dime right down the street here actually on Fairfax. Um, actually, when I told that story about me hiding in the tree yeah um at that hotel yeah. i was seeing this guy i was going to hook up with that guy andy who owned the dime that is right here anyway it's all a mishmash full, full circle you just missed you oh my god so anyway so i was at the dime had my birthday jeremy was there it was we had such a great time and this chick christy obviously was like knew i was with dudes but like hang out with her because it was fun not because okay. i wanted to just date her yeah and she straight up was like you need to come into the bathroom with me so I'm there with Jeremy, like obviously with him, and she take me into the bathroom to fully get it on in the bathroom. Pick me up, put me on the counter, like try and take my clothes off. She just but did like, you know needed... that that was happening? Did you know that that was going to happen? I mean, I had a feeling. Okay, like what am I going in the but bathroom with that, her for? It's like a that single that was stall, super aggressive. Well, fuck yeah, yeah. She was like, I'm going to piss on my territory right now. Yeah. I'm going to take you in the bathroom, even though I'm here. Yeah, I think that is hot. And what, hot as fuck, right? Yeah, I'm like, what? No. I was like, okay. oh my God. Like drinking, you know, in the bathroom, like up on the counter and going like, what is going on? This is the best birthday ever. <laughs> you know, oh like my God. you're getting both. You've got all your friends. You've got the girl in the bathroom. you got the guy when you go home. So I'm um, trying to think if I've ever, if I've ever had that experience of like when dating a man and then also like hooking up with the female. I don't think I have. Kind of getting like. Because the women is usually the, the yeah. for me, like the oh. women were way more aggressive. Way more aggressive. Yeah. I think that's where I kind of learned my, how to be so aggressive, yeah. why I'm very aggressive in the bedroom. But you're not aggressive with your man. Yeah, I am. When we get, when we get to it, when we get to it, but like, but you still want him to initiate. Yeah. Yeah. And then right. like, still a girl. You don't want to be the dom. Yeah. I'm still a girl. Yeah. Right, I, I right. you know, I think because like, and, I, and we've talked about this when I'm with women, I, I, I do play that role. I'm right. the aggressor. I'm the one who's taking care of you. I'm the one who's, you know, like essentially like I'm, I'm just that dom person. So when I'm with a man, I like to not be that, yeah. that person. Yeah. Cause it's like a front that you put on. It's really hard to be right. that. It right. really is like props to you fucking dudes. <laughs> I even said that to my, my guy, um, today I was like, 
wow, you do really do a lot for me. Like you do <laughs> so much for me. Oh, that's so And sweet. you like do it like willingly. Like there's like no effort. You just right. like, if I need anything, you you go. You, like even well, Maybe he I, loves you and that's I'm what like, people I are supposed know, to do so when they love nice. you. It's just so nice. Fucking parentified children. This is the problem. Yeah. <laughs> take care of your parents, you know? Oh, you're like, God. wait, you're going to take care of me? I know. <laughs> you know? Or, but you my think- mom, my mom took care of me. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. That's oh, good. Yeah. That's good. Okay. Fetishes. 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 Um, um, I think it's a brain wiring thing. Really? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I know there's like, a, there's like a, you'd have to look it up. I don't have my computer with me today. I couldn't find it in, uh, amongst all the shit that's buried in my house Not right now. Wi- Wi-Fi. Oh my Sorry. God. Um, I think it's a, yeah, I know there's like a certain, I, I think if I, maybe I'm wrong, there's a certain connection with like feet and sex organs and like there's, I, I mean, mm-hmm. I think that's like, okay. a, yeah. it's like a, a yeah. actual brain yeah. Thing. Yeah. I would agree with you. Is there any sort of fetish that you that you have or that you're comfortable with sharing that well, we have not already, can, not already shared? Um, a fetish of no. yours that we haven't already shared? Not really. Um, no, I don't really. I haven't really. I mean, I just like watching other people have sex. Okay. Like that turns me Where on. do you think that stemmed from? Oh, fuck it, I don't know. Hey guys, I'm the psychiatrist over here for Danielle Harris. <laughs> um, so Danielle, where do you think that stems from but in I'll, your childhood? If I went to you and you talk like that as my therapist, <laughs> I'd fire you. <laughs> really? That didn't do it for you? No, it did not do oh, it for okay, me. Okay, all right. All right. Um, I'd be like, you have a really high voice. You're stuck in some emotional, like childhood <laughs> traumatic because, thing. You know that you why? Evolve from. It's because, sorry guys, I, I'm 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 working on this animated uh, uh, show, so I'm I'm. Doing Doing a lot of weird voices yeah. with my with my voice. Um, I, I would have to agree with you. I I think I think it. it I a hundred percent agree with you. Um, I think it definitely stems from from some sort of development of things that you witnessed or. Mm-hmm. Um, I I. What's your fetish? Do you have no, a fetish? I'm trying to think if I have a fetish. I thought that I had a fetish. Okay. By watching certain things. Okay. Like like being manhandled. I thought that oh. was a fetish of mine because you see it so much. Okay. You know, on TV and I think I, I did. I, I you know, when watching porn as a young right, as right. a young adult. So that so what's your when when you go to you porn or whatever your porn of choice uh, is, what's what do you type in? Like do you have a, a, a one specific category that's like this is what you wanna watch? Uh, it's so it's always usually women. But is there a specific? Yeah, it's it's like it is. It's like when a woman is like dominant over another woman, like 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 where you can. Yeah. You want to be dominated. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I do, Danielle. By a by a woman. <laughs> by or a, a man. By yeah. Anybody. Yeah. It's I don't know. There's something like that's attractive about in that. a relationship. You want to be dominated. Let's clear it up in, in a, a relationship or whoever you're dating that Just you're giving a, permission in, to, whoever, to do it. Yes, yes. When you're giving the cues, yes, yes. But then it's also fun to be the dominant one as well. I I I like um, my feet. I like like that's a lot. Like when my my guy massages my feet all the time, and that can lead to fucking hanky panky. Oh second. my god, that makes the hair on the back of my head stand up. Really? Back of my head, back of my neck, back of your neck, back of my neck. Yeah, that's you don't awful like your feet. To me. You don't like, I don't your like feet my feet. Touch. I mean, I like a massage from yeah, you know. massage. I'm not talking about like no, like, no, but that definitely doesn't make me want to like. Oh really? Oh no! Oh, like the god, thought of like so even good. like licking my feet or oh my god! Oh ew! I'm not talking about that. No, I mean anything dude. like no? Uh-uh, don't I'm not into the feet. Oh no! I love feet. Yeah, like just like Ugh. massage. But but some people, you know, I was. Oh, I'm not gonna say the name. 
I was, I was, um, actually, I was at a. Wait, uh, you're not going to say the name. I, I was, because I'm going to tell a story. Okay. I was at a pool party one day, and this rapper who was very well known, um, we were swimming around, and, I, you know, I have pretty feet. Mm-hmm. And he kept, like, you know, we were drinking a little bit, and he kept, like, swimming to me and trying to grab my feet. Hmm. Like, like, and then he would just be holding my feet, and I was just like, what are you doing, you know? That's and his he's fetish, like, maybe. Oh, com- like, For com- sure. yeah, completely. And he was just like, you just have the most magnificent. And then he started putting my feet, like, on his face, and I was like, oh. I was like, sir, it you. is like, yeah, I was like, it is noon. <laughs> it is noon. I don't it's know what you're somewhere. on. I don't know what you're on. I I, I, I really respect you as a human being, but I'm going to take my feet back now. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I just got out of the pool and I was just like, what the fuck was that? Will you tell me who that was? I will tell you later. No, you got to share. I, I, I can't share that. What? I cannot share that. Unfortunately. It's not like he like did something weird. To your, like, you no, know? but I just like, I don't want to like put it. Is trash out there. I'm sorry. That's the only person I like. That's the only person that I because I, I I really love him. I respect him, and I'm gonna work with him in on something very soon. Okay. So. All right. All right. Not. But I'm not gonna let you get away with telling stories and not telling names anymore because okay, I okay, spill okay. the tea. You do all spill the, the tea. Time. You do spill the tea. Okay. So fetishes. So fetishes. So yeah. This is an interesting one. Um, Hi, Scout and Danielle. This is from Courtney. Uh, I am a big fan of both of you, and I look forward to seeing Scout on at Spooky LA this year. I have a horror-related question. I heard of Shelley Duvall's experience on mm. The Shining, and I was wondering if the horror movies you both have, have done affected you mentally and or mo- emotionally, and how they affect you. Hmm. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, have they affected you? You you know the the scene that you and I did together. Yeah. Um. When when I find you um in in Halloween two when I find you and you're naked and you have a bunch of fucking stab wounds all mm-hmm. over you and the whole the whole you know bathroom is covered in blood yeah. and and yeah I I don't think you realized how much I looked up to you and how much I admired you and how much I really wanted to be your friend (laughs) (laughs) or like, you know, you're like an older sister to me. I really, really, that really fucked me up for a bit. So it's because we had a relationship. Yes. That it, that it got to you. So it isn't the, the, the journey that the character takes in the movies that you do. It has to be, you have to have a connection. I have to have a connection with the person. And then, okay. Yes. So that, that according, that's answering your question. I've never had an experience, you know, like finding a role. Have you done many movies where you're finding your friends murdered? Or is it yeah. just you? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Or I'm murdering them. Yeah, yeah but that's <laughs> different. Like you murdering somebody or you running from someone. It's usually like you and the killer, right? And yeah. for me, it's me and the killer. Like I don't usually have emotional scenes where I'm, I'm, I'm. I mean, I guess you're finding your friends, but it's like one second. Like for me, like I, I'm thinking of like this movie I did called uh, Ceno Evil Two, where I'm, I'm finding them dead, but it's so quick. And you're just like that reaction, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, in real life, it would you would be it would be much different than what yeah. you can do. But you're like, how do I? How do you do that? How do you do it so fast? You know, and yeah. then you're like, all of a sudden, then the killer pops out, and then you're like having to run around the corner, and then you just have to shake off that you just saw your friend, yeah, murdered. You know, so I, I haven't really had the that experience where I've had to sit with it emotionally. But I think doing there's definitely been some some movies where I've had a hard time shaking off um, being manhandled. 
Mm. You know, I did a movie called Shiver with John Jarrett, who I love. Um, and I had this really intense scene where he's trying to rape me. Um, and I'm like, you know, tied up in the, in the bedroom in this like shack of his, but he can't get it up. And he's like angry at himself and yelling and screaming. And he's yelling at me because he can't get aroused to rape me. Mm. And it was so... It was just so yeah, intense. intense. It was yeah. so intense and it was freezing and it was in Portland and I was like half dressed and it was just horrible that I had a really hard time kind of leaving set and like going back to the trailer and, and yeah. it was, I'm sure harder for him to do it because he's got daughters, you know? Yeah. So, um, I remember when I was younger, I did this movie of the week called Don't Touch My Daughter with Victoria Principal and Paul Servino and, uh, oh shit, what's his name? Um, oh God, I'm blanking on his name right now. Anyways, a, a well-known actor. And he was having a, all he had to do was like try to grope me in the car. It was like a movie of the week for ABC, try to grope me in the car. And I screamed against the window and, uh, I was 12, I think. <gasps> and, uh, uh, Banks, his last name is Banks. Um, he was having a, a very, very difficult time. I mean, I don't know if I could do that. Yeah, if I now, could play that now. role and, 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 and to have to do that to somebody. Yeah. There's no way. I mean, I, I'm a woman, so maybe, I, you know, yeah. less likely chance I will get a role where I will have to rape somebody or mm-hmm. molest somebody. But you never know. Mm-hmm. It'd be interesting to kind of take it on. I don't, yeah. I don't know if I could, if I could ha- what that would do to me, how that would affect me. I'd ha- that really kind of depends I on... I wonder. That would be very interesting. I mean, I mean, to see you play something like that. But yeah, I know, that would be very, very tough. I don't know. I don't know if I'd want to... Because to to, yeah. I think that would sit with me for a while. Yeah. I don't know how your body shakes that stuff off. Should we go on to some crime here? Wait, let's, can, I, can I bring up one fun sex question that we got? And yeah. then we'll go on to crime just yeah, to kind of lighten sure. it up before we yeah, get heavy sure. again. Because, yeah. uh, you know, um, I, I got this. And let me, let me see if I could find it. Um, mm-hmm. It was someone that uh, was in a relationship and really wanting to be a bottom and wanted to know how to ease themselves into being a bottom because it was very difficult for them. What? And I was like, how do I how give? Is this, how is it difficult? Wait, what? They, 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 uh, they wanted, to, they can't do it. Huh? They really want to. So they want to. So they can't. They're always on they top, and they want to be on bottom. They can't really. Like they, they can't have a problem chill. with control. They have oh. a problem with like. Ooh, I wonder. That's if, what it I is. I wonder if she has any like he he. Okay, I wonder if there was any incident in his oh maybe childhood maybe 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 that it sounds oh. like he can't oh he can't maybe well, it's triggering you something. know I, I you know I, I I we've talked about this you know with my sexual abuse when I was a kid yeah. and on what that's done to me in my sex life it it, it it caused a dilemma with any like letting people go down there mm. like it was it was a control yeah. I didn't I didn't I like right. didn't want to like right, right. let go of the control that I had over my own body right um you know of course so maybe that might have been yeah. it or, or or maybe he just feels like a man needs to be like, you know, he thinks that that's little like. I think it just has to be ta- maybe talked through and done with like compassion. Yeah. And not in like an aggressive sexual way that, I mean, they can get there after there's trust. Yeah. You know, I mean, up the booty is okay, but you've got to have like trust. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Up the know, booty is okay. okay. 
You just gotta like, and yeah, my, and, and only on your birthday. Anyway, my husband's and the holidays. <laughs> okay, so um, I'm getting my Reese's peanut butter cup okay. while you tell me something <clears throat> scary. Talk yeah, scary to talk me, Scout. Talk well, scary to I'm me. I'm gonna um, bring in this case because the reason I'm talking about this case is because it's the first case that I remember seeing as a little girl and watching my dad um, watch this on the TV. And I remember, because I was her age, I just discovered that we were the exact same age. Um, For those of you that are listening for first time, Scout's dad is a mortician in a corner. Mm -hmm. So he, you know, he like forensic files and all that shit. And like it was always on like cases like that was like kind of what we watched at at dinner time while eating McDonald's. Um, So I remember the John Benet Ramsey case. Do you remember this case? Of course I do. Yeah. I was a beauty pageant kid. Yes. Which I want to talk about. So it's been 20 years since her death and it's still Unsolved. Only yeah. 20 years? Yes. But let me refresh your memory on the case. So JonBenet was uh, six years old when she was reported missing in uh, Boulder, Colorado on December 26, 1996, after her family reported finding a ransom note asking for $118,000. So odd. odd. number. Odd number to be asking for. Uh, family members were John, Patsy, and Burke Ramsey. Yeah. Now, when officers arrived, the parents told them that they had swept the house, but as police began their search, the father, John, found the little girl in the basement yeah. all of a sudden. Uh, John uh, found the little girl in the basement. John Monet had been beaten, strangled, and was found with tape over her mouth and her yeah. hands tied together with a cord. There were also some signs of sexual assault. Oh, God. However, Boulder detectives did a poor job of preserving the evidence and actually allowed John Ramsey to disrupt the crime scene by removing his daughter's body from the basement. Though he had been told to leave everything where he had found it, he picked her up, carried the body upstairs, removed a piece of tape from the child's mouth, and placed her down. He even covered her up with a throw blanket, further destroying vital physical evidence. I mean, I would have done the same thing. Would you have done the same yes, thing? Yes, if my baby was in a basement fucking tied up with t- with tape on his yeah, mouth wrapped yeah, up, yeah. I would, before I even made a phone call, I would, my baby it, would be is upstairs. Is it not a little weird that he had already, they said that they had already looked everywhere? That they had already looked the house and as soon as the police got there, he ran to the fucking basement? That was the first thing he did is run to the basement and then found her? You know, I, I don't so, know. So, with no signs of an intruder, suspicion quickly fell on Jamine's parents. Obviously, now, okay, this is what makes me so intrigued about this case is that there's so many fucking suspects. Yeah, there's been so many during, and it it continues. There's so many. So, um, let me. Uh, Let me begin with the investigation. So the ransom note seemed suspicious to authorities. Not only did the um, not only did it strangely specify the amount of ransom, 118, which matched the exact amount of John Ramsey's bonus from his employer. Also, the paper that the ransom note had been written on was paper found in the ransom home. And oh, yeah, I remember that. the note also was like unusually like long and wordy. It was like two and a half pages. Mm-hmm. Like I remember what that. fucking, what, yeah, what? Yeah, taking the time to do that. Wh- who, who has time to do that? Yeah. <clears throat> so first suspect, the father, obviously. Yeah. The fact that he moved the body from the crime scene so fast and went to the basement as soon as the police um, got there, which now you're saying that that's exactly 
probably what you would have done. I mean, I would have grabbed my baby before I even made a phone call. Okay. Also, a detective on the scene claims to have overheard John Ramsey making arrangements to fly the family to Atlanta, Atlanta just hours after the murder. He was ready to just go. Bolt. Get out of there. That's weird. Uh, Detectives just described his behavior as odd, but later John was cleared of the murder in 2008 um, over DNA development. Now, another suspect was the mother. Uh, It's been speculated that while cleaning up yet another one of John Bonet's Mm. bedwetting accidents, which are said to have occurred frequently, Ramsey flipped a switch and slammed little girl's head against the side of a hard, blunt surface like a bathtub. Okay. Second, John Bonet was found with rope around her neck, which had been fashioned out of a paintbrush taken from Patsy's paint kit that lay nearby. Third, Patsy says she discovered, she's the one who discovered the two and a half page ransom note on the spiral staircase that led to the basement where John Bonet's body was found. Mm-hmm. So, like, right there. Um, some have speculated that Patsy wrote the note herself in a moment of panic after realizing what she had done to John Bonet. But the handwriting and an analysis, though convincing, were eventually found to be inconclusive. Uh, and Patsy hmm. in 2008 was cleared due to DNA development, but she died 13 years. Um, she died battling a 13 year of cancer, hmm. which that was me. I always thought it was the mom. They never separated these two. Two, yeah, in the beginning of the investigation, and they thought they had they had an issue with the brother too. Yes, so the third Burke, the older brother, yeah. So he was protected by the parents during the whole investigation. But after CBS aired Mm. the case of John Benet Ramsey, Mm -hmm. did you watch this? I did. Yeah, I haven't seen this. Okay, so the CBS team set up a compelling theory. Forensic investigator Spitz's review of John Bonet's autopsy included a perfectly rectangular defect that he suspected came from a blow to the little girl's head with a blunt, heavy flashlight seen in a photo on the kitchen counter in the crime scene photos. He claimed the flashlight fit the eight and a half inch gash in her skull to perfection. However, no trace evidence of either John Bonet nor Burke was found on the flashlight. Now, the flashlight became even more suspicious when tied to the pineapple scenario, a theory that suggested John Bonet had taken a slice of fruit from Burke's late night snack found on the dining room table. An undigested piece of pineapple was found in John Bonet's autopsy, leading him to strike her with a nearby flashlight out of anger. Lastly, the wound of John Bonet's back, stomach, during uh, uh, back, which was um, which previously was assumed that it was a stun gun, but were consistent with the edges of one of Burke's toy uh, train tracks which Spitz suggested may have been used by Burke to poke his sister's unconscious body for a response. And he suggests that the parents found it and covered it up for the brother. That's what it sounds like. My my spidey sense says they're all involved. That's why they can't pinpoint one. Yeah. However, Burke shot back immediately after the special aired and he sued Spitz for 150 million. 150 million. He didn't win, did he? Uh, I think it's still going on. I think it's still going on. Um, but the DNA has cleared him. Uh, so then there's also there's also the the convicted pedophile that lived in the area that uh, that had right, 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 right. I remember that that had like a cutout of John John Benet Ramsey's backpack 
in 2000. And he also confessed to a close friend um, during the time that he had hurt a little girl. And what was also so unsettling is how the knots were done that strangled John Bonet were similar to those that he used in an instant where he uh, attempted to choke his mother out. But DNA cleared him too. Cleared him too. <laughs> so was DNA just clearing people, but not D- finding yeah, anybody? Yeah, DNA is just clearing people. But this is super interesting, which I found it was Mark uh, Mark Carr in 2006. Um, he was a school teacher. He was arrested after confessing to the murder. So mm. he was arrested in Thailand. He um, who who was he to the who was he involved in? Like how is so, he involved in so, it? So the now 51-year-old initially brought himself into the mess by reaching out to University of Colorado Boulder professor named Michael Tracy over emails in regards to a documentary Tracy was making on the case. Okay. Once those emails took a disturbing turn, revealing the grown man, his sexual fascination mm-hmm. with John Bonet, he reported it to the police. So Carr's confession involves a series of dire, diary entries allegedly written from the scene of the crime. In one dramatic account, Carr recalls strangling John Bonet in a love game gone wrong. And he like goes on to like, you know, writing close your eyes, pretty girl, I love you, John Bonet. Like weird fucking this shit. Does his handwriting match the ransom note? So they just say that his DNA just doesn't match, and yeah. so they released him. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I but you know, there's some crazy people that like confess to murdering someone that they don't, that they didn't have anything yeah. to do with. Yeah. So it's just what, what is fascinating about me about this case. A, it was the first one I fucking remember, but mm-hmm. also like there's so many fucking cases. I mean. You know, there's a housekeeper, there's the town Santa, there's like all these fucking things. But as of December 2021, the evidence has included uh, the analysis of nearly 1,000 DNA samples. The BPD, Major Crimes Unit, has received reviews or investigated more than 21,600 tips, letters, and emails. And detectives have traveled to 19 states to interview or speak with more than like 2000 individuals and they still can't, and they still can't fucking figure it out. It stresses me out. Cause I want to know, yeah. I, like this was, I, I always think about this case yeah. from time to time. Yeah. I'm just like, how the fuck do we not know? How do we not know how that case was so bizarre? Yeah. So bizarre. It was everywhere. It was everywhere. It's still everywhere. And the way that it was done, how, right. how she was at the house, right. the ransom note, the, the parent, like the parents, right. it's just odd. It's an odd case. Yeah, yeah. it's. Uh, I mean, I, I, I hope that in our lifetime they're able to figure out who done it. Mm-hmm. Just to give let this little girl rest. Yeah, me too. Me too. I think. Then, do you sure. believe in karma? I mean, yeah, I do believe in karma. It's, it's, it's. I do. It's gonna have to. It's. It'll come back. Who did you think when you when you were? I mean, I thought the mom. Yeah, I think I think the, I think it was the brother on accident. I think it was yeah. the brother on accident. And I think the you know what would you do? Yeah. You know, I, I asked I asked my fucking boyfriend this all the time. Yeah. Like, what if your kid like you know accidentally like or what would you would you cover it up? Would you take him to the police? God, that's a really you know, good question. Like my kids, it, my boys beat the shit out of each other all the time. Um, like, I, I don't what are you know. Doing that uh, listen, second? I'm I'm so a type that it's like, but I'm f- like ferociously protective. But I I would probably do right by by being honest about yeah. it, and then it just whatever has to happen has to happen. Yeah, as much as you can protect them. Yeah, that's it. You know. <sighs> well, shit, this fucking episode went. 
girl. Yeah. Yeah. I can't stand kids in beauty pageants. I think it's a big, big no-no. I'm sure I'll get a lot of people like, I love my kids in beauty pageants, but I was a beauty pageant kid. I think it's like horrific. Yeah. I but, can't imagine. Even though I, I did watch um, toddlers and tiaras religiously. Yeah, I know. I did too. Just to see how <laughs> fucked up everybody is. Yeah. The mothers are crazy. It's the mothers. It's the mothers that I'm entertained with. Me, but, me too. But then I realize I'm like, oh, kids. fuck, I'm supporting the moms. And then now I'm supporting what the fuck they did to the kids These mentally. Kids. Yeah. It's awful. Oh, it's, let me see you as, as a five-year-old in a bathing suit. Yeah. I mean, I've got photos of me in bathing suits. Like, ugh, it's just not okay. Damn. Yeah, it's crazy. I had a great time, though, I'm doing pageants in the 80s. Yeah? You know? Yeah, it was different back then. Oh I loved God, doing that. I would that. love to have seen you oh, in girl, pageants. I will give you some, I'll show you some pictures. Oh, do you have video? Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Maybe we'll play it in this clip. Do you know, uh, maybe, maybe, <laughs> right maybe <now>. we won't. <laughs> my talent for the talent portion of it, what? mind you, I lived in Florida at the time that yeah. I was doing these, um, was clogging. Do you know what clogging is? Clogging, clogging, like the, the shoes, the, the clog, like clogging. <laughs> Anyone that lives in the South will know what clogging is. It's like a type of tap dancing. Okay. So I was part of a group called the Barefoot Cloggers. And oh. I would clog and it's like a tap shoe with like a loose tap. So it makes a really loud noise. Okay. So I'd wear like a big crinoline skirt and like do all this like clogger, clogger, clogger. Oh my God. Yeah, I'd win all the time, girl. Oh, I'm going to see that. I'm going to see that. I need that. I need oh, that. I hope there's justice for jumping in. Yeah, me too. Me too. Me too. Thank you guys so Thanks much. Thank you for listening. Tax greeting. See you next time. See you next time. <laughs>